Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 69 of Elijah Fire. I'm your host, Jeff Tharp. My guest today uh, is returning. I promised a part two. That day has officially come. Uh, he's got a just a really powerful testimony um, uh, of living a life of crime and um, it, in the occult and all of that um, and, and how God got a hold of him. It's going to be a powerful, powerful show. He's a speaker, minister, evangelist, and he's also the author of Inside War. From the jungle to the Jordan. Let's give it up for my guest today, Tony Maisie. Hey. Hey, Jeff. Good welcome to see back. you again. Yeah. Welcome back to the show, man. Thank you. It's a pleasure, mate. Yeah. So I'm I'm really, really looking forward to this. Last time, originally in the notes, we had had um kind of your full story, uh, kind of a rundown of your full story. And about halfway through, I really, really felt like we were supposed to take time to really allow you to tell your story, allow you to tell how, just how bad it was because it, it makes where you are now that much more powerful. And so about halfway through, I heard in my spirit part two. And so we just rode that wave. And so this is really going to be all about how, um, on the majority of it about how, the Lord really refined you, really walked you through that process of sanctification, which is still happening today, just like it's happening with everybody else walking with the Lord. So why don't you go ahead and just give like a brief recap of kind of what you talked about last time, and then we'll get into it. Okay, yeah, great. Um, well, yeah, last time I was covering um, from the beginning, really, you know, coming from a broken family. Mm -hmm. um broken home getting into crime very young going to jail coming out i went to jail for house breaking came out and got involved with serious crime through the guy that was with my mum um he was involved with uh he, you know he was a gangster i don't like that word but that's what he was and um so he was connected up and down the country and so i kind of got you know you don't learn that kind of thing in school and i was asked recently about it you know um you know, I would say most people would have said me a success story and someone was asking me, you know, how come that you were so successful? And and it wasn't successful, but I would say from a worldly point of view, yeah, you know, there was a lot of money went through my hands. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think, you know, because I was around it from very young, I understood how bad people could be, you know, from the age of 14, 15 gangsters being around my house, my mum cooking for them. And so, you know, packing guns and all that stuff. And I sort of grew up around their wisdom, which is which is not a wisdom that anyone should be encouraged to follow. Yeah. But obviously, it is yeah. a wisdom. Yeah. You don't learn it in school. You, you have to learn it, you know, in the street on the street, mm -hmm. if you like. So look, I went I went through that. Um, I done well in a worldly sense. There was a lot of money changed hands, and I had a lot of shiny things from it but there was loads of broken relationships and um you know i kind of went through life really just a casualty you know suffering with serious depression uh there was a lot of drink drug abuse continually and a uh, very frightened little child in a, in a man's body but i would never have uh you know you would never have known that because uh, i was very good at concealing that lie 
And I, you know, to fast forward, you know, I went, I didn't go back to jail anymore, but I say in my book, every, every uh, day of my life was a jail sentence. You know, I was had this double mindedness and anxiety and depression. I was self-medicating. Anyway, I, I went to, I was, I ended up in a, a trailer on my own on the South coast of England, passively trying to take my own life by drinking myself to a grave, tried to drink myself mm. into an early grave. I got very sick. I was seeing things in the trailer and I felt something enter me. And I kind of always thought I was a bit on the spiritual side and I knew it was a spiritual problem. It wasn't, I'd taken drugs and drunk, drunk booze all my life. I knew it wasn't that. <clears throat> it might have instigated it and opened the doors to, to the evil. Sure. Um, anyway, somebody said to me at that very fragile point you know if you go to the jungle of peru you'll find a post uh, you'll find healing out there through uh, with a shipibo well tribes they didn't say shipibo but tribesmen out there in the jungle uh so i went out there got myself together a couple of weeks a couple of weeks later i was in now in the jungle of peru taking a potion called ayahuasca uh the uh, there's a crystallized version of it called dmt which a lot oh, of people okay. probably understand that more but um, and uh, that that just lasts a lot lot quick, you know. It's just people get out of their brains on that. They go to some well demonic places, but they come, you know. It's, it doesn't last as long. Whereas the ayahuasca potion, you're looking at probably four to six hours after taking a cupful, egg cupful. Wow. Anyway, I see stuff in that jungle that you wouldn't want anyone wish to see. And 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 as I said before, I I'd um you know. Uh, you know, I had enemies back then, but I've got one common enemy. And of course, I only ever had one common enemy, as we've all got. And that's mm-hmm. that's the, the enemy of our soul. Mm-hmm. But at that time, I didn't understand it. But what I'm saying here is that you wouldn't wish that on your worst enemy. It was, you know, horrendous what I was subjected to spiritually. Um, I'll come away from Peru <clears throat> weeks later. I actually spent three months in, in Peru. In the mountain regions as well i came back and i was terrorized for three years demonically um you know seeing demons entities actually physical stuff going on being poked around held down at night yeah just being drawn over my head all of this stuff uh and i eventually um was given a vision of of a, of a man one night wearing a crown of thorns and his mouth was moving he was praying for me i knew that must have been jesus christ mm-hmm. And uh, at that point, the the door. Some people would call it the um, the third eye, if you want to use uh, a kind of new, new age, age kind of. Yeah, like I'll what... just use that just for the sake of argument. Sure. Yeah, I'd been opened up, and I was now. But that, so the last three years, I'd been seeing things come through that, through the you know, as I closed my eyes, these these demons would come at me at night. Mm-hmm. That was one way they was coming at me. But after I'd been given the vision and, and Jesus seeing was his mouth was moving, he was obviously interceding, which we know now. I know now the Bible's clear on that. And that's yep. what he's doing for us. He's praying for us. Intercession over us, yeah. Interceding. So he showed yep. me that. And I had no clue about any of that. And uh, and then the, the door had been closed. So that there was a healing that took place there. That was the first healing I can tell you took place where God was healing me. And from then on, I realized there was a fight for my soul. 
and uh, I started to uh, somebody left some Bibles outside my mum's place and, and God started to speak to me through different people, situations. When the Holy Spirit is drawing you to Jesus, you'll know. And, and, and I knew I knew there was a fight, but there was a long way to go. I needed a lot of deliverance. Yeah. And I walked into a healing and deliverance ministry, a Christian healing and deliverance ministry after being guided there by the Holy Spirit to cut it short. And I spent nine days in there and it was there that I was taught about repentance, true godly sorrow and, and forgiving others. And at that point, I was delivered of a very nasty spirit. And I think that's where we left it last. Yep. Uh, obviously, I spent a lot more time explaining it last time. But, yeah, I was delivered after repenting. And that's it. You know, you've got to you've got to turn away from the evil. You've got to be willing to to give the sin to Jesus, to give him the sin. He's took it on the cross he wants to take it from us that's the, the divine exchange he wants to give us uh, uh you know he's saying give me that murky cup and in return i'll give you a cup of grace and that's it that's the divine exchange and that's what happened and when i realized that i gave my life to jesus fully I, you know i made him lord over every part of my life and i and and i truly repented you know in the heart because when you're that far gone and then God is calling out to you, you, you'd be an absolute lunatic not to go that way. And you know, so it's only a matter of time. I think, well, so, you know, I, don't, I can't speak for everyone, but for me, there was no way in the world I wasn't going to run towards Jesus Christ because mm. I was absolutely just under attack, like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Just bombarded by... Bombarded. And I realised, as I, as, I, as I learned more and I read the Bible, and because I, I went back to this healing and deliverance ministry, twice and spent three months there each time and i've done a lot of ministry there i learned to pray for people but i'd received a lot and it's probably going to be your next question i don't know if you want to do you want me to stop there or because you no, you can just keep keep going man yeah yeah because i think you know you probably want to know is this, was it a one-off deliverance or do you need more and the yeah, answer is yeah. that it's a process mm. okay and um you you look that was a real big one when I was delivered of that serpent spirit. That was a tremendous because I was possessed. I mean, there's no two ways about it. I mean, I've looked at photographs going back to that time and I can see the demon now. You know, really? got, yeah, I see it in photos. It's horrible. You know, I don't wow. keep. But, um, I, you know, I've got that discernment now and I see stuff now. I was seeing things all the time back then. Um, but I, you know, God reveals when he's using me for ministry in the deliverance capacity mm -hmm. then he'll reveal what i need what i need it's just enough for me to do what he wants to do really quick was that the the one you're telling last time where you actually felt it unraveling from your spine yeah yeah well once once i understood that you know there's no salvation without repentance yeah, then yeah. I, and that means you know coming off your high horse and going look I, i've just been an absolute wretch all my life mm -hmm. i don't deserve this mercy this grace and, and getting on your knees physically and definitely spiritually and saying, look, you know, please set me free, Jesus. You know, and when you come with that contrite heart, that spirit, you know, true sort of, you know, you're just humble uh, or at least you, you want to be. You're saying, look, I'm crying out. Help me. Uh, yeah. When I got to that point, that's when I was delivered. That's when it was like I handed. Jesus has already got the authority. He's God. Mm -hmm. But what, what, when we agree with what he's going to do, wants to do, because he loves us, that's when we come into that, that agreement and the covenant, if, if the covenant really, or we're coming yeah. into the, 
we're initiating, facilitating what little bit we can do by just saying, yes, I agree with what you want to do, which is deliver us. You remember Romans 5, 8, you know, God, you know, God showed his love towards us that he died for us when we were still sinners. When we were still sinners, he loved us so much. He died for us. And so Mm -hmm. there's no, you don't need any proof. He's, he loved us so much he died for us he's made sacrifice he stood in the gap he's made this he's been this he is the substitute he's been the substitute and that's it it's done you know uh, hebrew 10 hebrews 10 14 you know for by one offering he has perfected past tense forever those who are being now right present tense being sanctified Hebrews 10, 14, that's the script, that is the gospel in one scripture, all right, past and present tense, for by one offering he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified, that means it's done, it's finished, and it will always be finished, he Mm. said on the cross, it's finished, it's done, so I I can go, because I I just love to to bring the word, but I don't, obviously this is about sharing my story, but yeah, yeah that, well, by all means, interject uh, the word wherever you want, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, praise yeah. God. I just want to answer that question fully. Yeah, after I'd repented, then the next day there was a there was a, a, an event on at the ministry. It's a big ministry. It's on about 30 acres, an old manor house. And people come in on a Saturday. I think it's once a month. It's called uh, Jesus Hills Day. And people come in from all over. There was a few hundred people came in, and I oh, sat wow. in on that. And I um, listened, as, as everyone did, listened to some biblical teaching. And then at the end of it, they aren't invite anyone. So there'd be like, you know, prayer ministers all around the edge of the hall, maybe 50, well, maybe not so many, but say 25, 30 sets of ministers. Uh, people ministers come in that have been working with a ministry for for years mm-hmm. and they come in and uh, uh, and basically you'll just get allocated a, a, a two ministers you'll sit with them and then you'll you'll ask for prayer and at that point I, I did i did you know do some confession before these two guys and 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 if we go to five, uh, james five sixteen, it's clear on it you know confess your sins to one another mm-hmm. so that you may be healed yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's fair. I do a lot of deliverance now. It's very important that we must confess. You know, it's, we can, of course, we can, uh, we can confess to, to God alone. But it's very powerful when we confess with another brother or sister yeah. or brothers or sisters. Yeah. Okay. So I done that, and, I, and I, I brought some confession now, and then they just started praying for me, and it was done. It was done in, in seconds. I just felt this thing move. It was in the bottom of my spine. And it came up the back of my spine. And I remember like sort of grunting a little bit, like the diaphragm went and and then my head sort of went forward a bit and it sh- I felt it tangibly come out like one, two, three, mm. kind of sort of, you know, come out like the, uh, the uh, you know, like the cur- curls of the, not using the right word, but the, you know what I mean? Like it came out like a snake. I could feel yeah. it, could feel the shape of it. Yeah. And, um, and and it and that was it. And then I was clarity because until that point, the enemy, the devil knew he was gonna one of his ones was gonna get kicked out. And and I was he was really coming at me. I mean, oh, my legs were gone jelly. This was waiting oh, to wow. go to the minister, go to the people that were gonna pray for me, waiting in the queue. My legs were gone, tremendous fear. 
inside. I was like hot and all sorts of stuff going on. And mm-hmm. I wanted to run, to be honest with you. I, uh, you know, I wanted to run out of there. You know, that's how rotten I felt. But I just knew I had to. And there was a woman, God just brought this woman alongside me who had prayed with me in the week. And she said, Tony, you should really go out for prayer because I think she must have seen that I was sort of looking around for the doors. I felt mm. that I felt sick, everything. Yeah. You know? But I just stood in the queue and that was it. And then within a couple of minutes, God's gracious, he don't let us suffer any. Once we've come to him, he loves us. So once we've done what he requires of us, and that's to agree with him, then he wants to deliver us as soon as possible. He won't prolong it. He doesn't like us to be in in in, in torment any longer than we need to be. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, and and um, I, I sat down. Yeah, it was delivered. It came out of me, and then I sort of walked out of there dazed, but felt clarity. And when I say I walked out, just walked out of the hall and uh, onto the grounds, and I just remembered, yeah, um, thanking Jesus, you know, and just felt completely. I was like a. I was like um. Oh, gee, I was like I'd just been let out of prison, you know, uh, yeah. and you know, I'd been locked up for 30 years and I'd just yeah. been let out. It was like a scene out of the, there's an old film called Something Express. Um, it's a true story. And he walks out of prison and he's escaped, actually. And I just almost felt like that, you know. It was, and I was, people were, there was a woman walked past who was one of the staff and I told her about it straight away. So I've just had a spirit come out of me, a, a snake spirit, a serpent spirit. I felt it come out my spine, you know, and she said, oh, that's a, she called it a Kundalini, which, uh, you know, look, you can give these things names. It's a demon at the end of the day, but the Kundalini spirit, you would link that to yoga and to, to, to sort of Far Eastern stuff, you know, around ah, Hinduism, yoga. Okay. Yeah. The Hindu spirit, but sorry, the, um, the Kundalini spirit, if you're involved with yoga and that, it will come in or enter through the bottom of the spine. So she didn't know my my full story, so she assumed because that's a serpent spirit, you know, and that. So I explained it. So her first first thing was, we'll call it a name, and that was that was a uh, mm-hmm. that. But it, you know, I, I, you can call these things names and so on. And yeah, there is. You know, but at the end of the day, it was a demon that was extracted mm-hmm. from me. It was cast out wow. by the Holy Spirit. Wow. So, I mean, it was like you turned over a new leaf. So you were all of a sudden for the first time felt a clarity that you'd never felt before. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I can un- honestly understand like when people were in as deep as you were, when they when they actually give their lives to the Lord and they become born again, Yeah. Um, there's this fire in them like to just radically pursue jesus and it's something that's so needed in the body to remind honestly to remind people like myself who never really i mean there was a a season when i was a young you know young when i was um you know younger than 18 basically when i was like a teenager where i wasn't walking with the lord but there was never even then i had always felt I mean, it was, I knew it was the Lord protecting me when my friends started getting into drugs and partying, there was something in me that the Lord was like, I just felt a resistance. And I knew I had the choice to push past that resistance, to push past that conviction, sure. but I never did. And I listened, I listened to the Lord. And then I turned back and I said, okay, you know, and I, so for me and for other people like me that never 
really walked away from the Lord. Um, yeah. It's so necessary to hear people like you in your testimony and the fire and passion that you have for the Lord and for the lost. It's so necessary. Just like, you know, there's things that I bring to the body or someone else brings to the body. Mm. Um, we all contribute, but yeah, it's, I think it's so necessary to hear things like what you're, you went through. It's so necessary. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I know it's a crazy testimony and, you know, there's some really crazy, you know, you know, there's some really heavy testimonies out there. And I, you know, I've prayed for some people that, that um, have been through some tremendous stuff, you know, not, 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 you know, in different different sort of situations, you know, but you know, tremendous, you know, poor young women that, that have been raped from infants by satanic worship, their fathers, and bringing men in when they're infants, and you know, I mean, I can horrible, 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 and you just, I've got daughters myself. You just want to, you know, it's it, you just want to, but I've seen these people delivered, and and God loves us so much but this evil you can't measure evil the yeah, same yeah. as you can't measure god's love you can't mm-hmm. measure the depth of evil it, it, you can't it's it's oh it's it's horrendous the, the things that that you see when you when you're in that deliverance capacity but it's such a blessing as well an honor and and such a privilege to to actually see people delivered and and um you know it's it's a you know it's it's a tremendous thing mm. I'll tell you, you can't measure evil. It's it's horrendous. Yeah. Well, I I know there's some people that um, they like to keep tabs on all the bad things happening because they're like, well, I don't want I don't want to be played for a fool. I want to keep tabs mm-hmm. on what the enemy's doing. You know, and for me, I'm like, why? Why? I'm like, he's Satan's going to keep doing what Satan does. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather? Just like evil can't be measured, God's mm-hmm. love can't be measured. Wouldn't you rather mm-hmm. focus on that? rather yeah. than it's kind of like with like a bank teller um when they're learning to tell what a counterfeit bill is counterfeit mm. note whatever um they don't study all the counterfeits they study the real thing and yeah. then they know when they mm. see a counterfeit because they know the real one so well um and so yeah. that's kind of a, it's the same perspective where i'm like focus on well, funny things. You, you, you should. I'll just sort of bring. I know it's not. It's risky. I don't know if it's relevant or not. But I used to handle a lot of cash, and you do. You know, just as an example, of what you're saying now. You know, you're you're handing a lot of cash each day. As soon as there's a, we call them snide notes over here. As soon no, as there's no, a snide no. note, you feel it. You see it, and you feel it straight away. You just you just throw that one out. That's no good. You just mm. know straight away. So I kind of get that. I guess from the um, yeah. same thing, really. What you're yeah. saying, you know, people that. Are, you know, yeah, um, absolutely. So you got delivered of this. Yeah. Um, at that point, were you at a place of like, I'm free? Uh, or yeah. I would imagine at that time, because you had felt one way and then a different way after that prayer session, that yeah. deliverance session, it would be hard. I, I mean, how could you know that you needed more deliverance? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was. I, I, I'm going to be. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it any other way. I'm going to be totally ruthlessly honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt great after that, but then I 
was on the on the road to to you know the road to sanctification i knew that that's right jesus is the way the truth and the life mm -hmm. it's not just words it's true mm -hmm. and he showed it to me in a physical way you know in a, in a tangible way where in every way you know i knew i'd been delivered i knew this thing was out of me but at the same time yeah he gave me some rest but you know what when god has got up and i'm going, going to be truthful you've got to decide if you if you prefer truth over well uh comfort your, your comfort zone right and the thing is is i don't even know if that's a, a good way to explain it all i say to you is god knows exactly what he's doing <laughs> he created us yeah and he knows that our heart is gonna he knows the ones that are gonna really gonna go out and just give him everything mm -hmm. and um you know just open up and say look do what you must do and you have to have that and when you have that approach god's gonna take you on a on a boot camp that's what he's done with me i mean look my old story i was in i think i was 41 or 42 when i was in the jungle so you're looking at well, actually, no, it's more less than that. My whole thing is eight years since I was in the jungle. It was eight years ago. It was 2014. Wow, okay. Right? So this whole thing has been a real sort of real intense boot camp thing. And, you know, I, I can't speak for everybody else. I can only speak for my journey. But all I'll say to you is that when God is cleaning you up, and especially when there's a lot of generational iniquity in your uh, in your backstory, if you like, in your in your family lines, then it's almost like God is purging all of that through you. Now I can't say why he might choose. Does he choose? I don't know. We all need. I'm going to say this. We all need deliverance, yeah. right? So I can again. I, I definitely can, agree. <laughs> he's got different. He's got different programs for different people. Mm -hmm. We all should be sharing the gospel. We should be praying for people. We should be doing the Great Commission. But he's going to use us some in stronger areas than others. You're not going to use everyone powerfully in every way, in, you know, like in the way that he uses me for deliverance. Mm -hmm. But all I'll say is that um, when, he, when, he's, when, he, when he takes hold of you, you know, you've got to expect to, to go through some stuff. But ultimately, you've got to remember that God is good and that he has got you. And that, as the word says, as Paul said, if God is for us, who can be against us? And you must just keep saying that and, and to yourself and just, you know, scripture over yourself. You know, I always now, you know, Romans 8, 1 and 2, you know, there, therefore there is now no condemnation to those in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit mm -hmm. for the law of the life in Christ Jesus, the law of the life, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, sorry, has set me free from the law of sin and death. Mm -hmm. All right, We're under sin and death. Mm -hmm. When we come to Christ, we come into a new, uh, you know, kingdom and, yep. and we're not of this world anymore. And that means that there's, there must be deliverance because we're being transferred from being in a real mucky place spiritually to being cleansed and made holy. And do you know what? It, there's scriptures to, to suggest why God doesn't do it all in one go. All right. And, and I was giving this scripture to somebody the other day, um, you know, as I was praying for this person, mm -hmm. because 
he, if he'd done it all in one go, we wouldn't be able to hold the ground that he gives us. Yeah. You know, he does it. You know, look, Exodus 23, verses 29 and 30. I'm going to read right through to, yeah. as it goes. Yeah. I will not drive them out from before you in one year, lest the land become desolate and the beasts of the field become too numerous for you. Because the I'm just going to stop there. That's the first verse, 29. When God's delivering us, the enemy will come at us more because we're becoming more of a threat. We're in a battle. When we when we join Christ and we're 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 we're, we're um, baptizing the Holy Spirit, we're joining an army. And the more that we're willing to do what God's got planned for us, and that's to be a soldier of truth and righteousness, especially in this age that we're living in, what what a what a privilege! But you're going to go through some stuff. Now, look to do. Uh, to, to if God done us all in done it all in one go, we the, the the enemy would come at us and we wouldn't have the wisdom and the experience. That's yep. this is my take on it to hold the ground that that He's given us. It's like you know, in army terms, this is your day of remembrance of, of military servicemen and so on. You stand, you take a hill with the intentions of keeping it. You stick the flag in it, and that's what God wants to do. He wants to give us the hill so we stick the flag in it but we hold it so we don't never lose it again to the enemy well we have to have experience and wisdom and tactical you know wisdom and experience to, to be able to do that right and so it all takes time next verse little by little i will drive them out from before you until you have increased and you inherit the land and i will set your bounds from the red sea to the to the sea the sea to the sea Philistia and from the desert to the river for I will deliver the inhabitants of the land into your hand and you will drive them out before you you will drive them out yeah before you mm -hmm. you shall make no covenant with them nor with their gods they shall not dwell in your land lest they make you sin against me for if you serve their gods it will surely be a snare to you that's the whole thing deliverance bit by bit is delivering us so that we can hold the ground and that we can fend off the beasts in, that, that are going to come at us. Mm -hmm. now, I know you can read that in the sense of, you know, like the, the actual natural, but you've got to look at it as the supernatural. We serve mm -hmm. a supernatural God. The Holy Bible is a, this is supernatural, the Word of God. And um, so, look, you've got to, what I'm saying here is that, yeah, the, the sanctification goes on. And, and as you know, I mentioned to you briefly earlier you know there's a testimony with me and my nephew that i can that i can touch on you know yeah. two weeks ago yeah yeah um just to add another um illustration to what you're talking about with the process the process that of, of deliverance and and you know like um there's things that i've been delivered of even a couple of weeks ago you know there was the things that i got delivered of so it's never yeah. it doesn't mean your it doesn't mean I mean, no. yes or no, it doesn't mean that you're any less a Christian. If anything, if you're being delivered of things, it means that you're actively pressing oh, into the Lord. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, absolutely. No. Yeah. The more that God is delivering you and the more you're going towards it, you're listening to him. Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice. I know them. They follow me. And, and he, he's in the business of delivering us and healing us. And that takes our there's a certain amount of our free will that's got to walk into that. But yeah, when we're walking into that, you know, that's that's where we're walking into his will, which is to 
which is to make us holier and holier as we go along. So it's not got anything to do with salvation. Once you receive Jesus into your life and you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, and that's it, you know, you've got assurance. The Holy Spirit is with you, in you, and uh, you have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Then he's in the business of, you know, didn't he say to Peter when he was washing on, at the Last Supper, he said, Peter said, oh, not, not wash my feet, Lord. You can't wash my feet. He said, if, I, if, I, if you don't allow me to wash your feet, you can have no part with me. Mm -hmm. cleansing us and washing us all the time mm -hmm. okay so i know that you can look at that two ways from a point that we should wash each other's feet yeah fellowship you know the word says that if you say you love god but you don't like your you don't love your brother you're a liar so we you know we got to love each other we got to come with that compassion and god god's agape love yeah but at the end of the day yeah this is about deliverance and jesus is in the business of washing us cleansing us and um, if we think we don't need deliverance, we're, we're you know, we're, we're, we're kind of deceived. We all. Yeah. Well, and I would even say what got me prepared for this position I'm in now hosting this show and heading this show up was deliverance. It was God taking me through a process of some soul wounds that were there that I needed to be healed of, delivered of. Um, absolutely. That's what. Honestly, that's what 2020 and 2021 were mm. for me, or uh, first part of 2021, um, mm. was deliverance, was things that I didn't realize that I needed to be healed of. And to me, I kind of look at it like when we give our lives to the Lord, it's mm. like starting a new job that you know nothing about. You start mm. at the bottom and, and slowly but surely when you are... Um, being a good steward with what you're held responsible for more mm. responsibility is given to you. And a lot of that, a lot of times that's a recognition of things that need to change within you. Yeah. I need to be a little bit, get a little less work worked up with customers. What do I need to mm. do with those mm. nasty customers? What do I need to do to treat them still with respect, even though they're not, you know, returning mm. that, you know, returning the favor, things like that. How do I need to be more responsible with how I, uh, manage my time when I'm at work, all those things. And then more experience gets given to you. That's what, you know, I, I guess it's kind of like a strange way to relate that to deliverance, but you know, like, that's why if you know nothing about a job, they're not going to be like management material right there. You're going to now manage this whole thing. That just doesn't happen. So um, yeah. it's kind of the same way with, uh, with deliverance too. Um, and and yeah. why God doesn't do it all at once for us. So. Yeah. Well, really, salvation really is deliverance. You know, if you just look at generally salvation, it's it's not just about an, a, a, as if that's not enough. You know, the fact that we're guaranteed eternal life for you know with Jesus Christ, we're going to be with Him forever. I mean, that's enough to sort of you know that, that is all of it. But it's not all of it in a way as well. We're still living in on this earth, and. Um, He's got a, you know, he's got he's got work for us to do. You know, it's it's not, um, you know, it's not about okay, we see, receive Jesus now and just just sit back and and go to church once a week or whenever. And you know, it really is about you know, uh, it's service. You know, and and that can mean what well, depending on what your calling is, really. I mean. You know, but you'll know your calling. If you've got a relationship with Jesus, you'll know what your calling is in time. 
Mm-hmm. And that does come in time because I think we want to rush that as well. I mean, I've wanted to rush it. <laughs> you know, you just want to get on and get out there. And then you realise that, I mean, like I've been to Australia. I've been to sort of South Africa on on mission, evangelism missions. I've done, because I went with, a you know, a, obviously another, I went with another guy and he was, it was his kind of ministry. And this was back in 2018. And, mm. and um you know, I've done a lot of deliverance out there as well. I was, we stayed at a teen challenge in, in Adelaide and uh, prayed for the guys there. You know, probably 20-odd guys I prayed for. I was const- if we wasn't sharing in the churches and so on, we went to an Aborigine uh, place as well. Um, and uh, But, yeah, and, and then I'd come back and then I'd be praying for these guys, which is flat out for three weeks. You know, i come back. I was absolutely exhausted. Yeah, but then what I'm saying is, is – then I went back into this healing and deliverance ministry in in, in big, uh, January 2020. It's only two years ago. For enough for the last three months, I've done two lots of three months, and it was there that I received a deep healing, but also I received some really a lot more deliverance. Okay, because God was brought me to the next point where, you know, I was ready for it, and He knew that my willingness was to to have more of Him, you know, and and. And and that's it. Look, he's in control. Ultimately, he can see it all. He can go this way, can't he, a thousand years? He can go that way a thousand years. He knows what we're going to do. He knows the ones that are going to – he knows the end game. So um, we, we only get a little bit as we go. And I think that's probably – well, obviously, that's God, God knows best. So that's probably the best way for us. Yeah. Otherwise, we'd mess it up, I think. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we would, Tony. Yeah. You yeah. better believe it. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and share um, the testimony of kind of what uh, you were going to share about your nephew and, and yeah. kind of some deliverance you had to go through. Because you were talking to me about that before the show. And I thought it was really, yeah. really good. And I mean, obviously, you're coming from a place of humility, um, you know, as am I admitting, you know, yeah, I, I even a couple of weeks ago, I needed to be delivered of stuff. So um, yeah. which is interesting. I mean, like that's kind of been the topic. One of the main topics we keep coming back to on this show with guests sure. is deliverance. And I keep saying the yeah. season, it is the season for deliverance within the body of Christ. Like that's one of the things that I really oh, believe that God is doing right now is yeah. delivering people because it's a preparation for what the move of God that's happening on the earth right now, what God is doing. It's just a different, oh, it's yeah. a different kind of thing. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I just think, I'm, Oh yeah, I'm going to share that now. I just, but I just want to say, I've, you know, I, I really, the same as you, I, you know, it's just, there's been a real shaking going on this last couple of years and, you know, especially the church and, mm-hmm. and, 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 um, you know, I said, I haven't been in the body of Christ that long. Obviously it's only been eight years since I was being fully, you know, sort of, um, drawn yeah. and the whole thing started, but it's been intense every day. It's been boot camp yeah. really for eight years. Um, but what I will say is, yeah, I believe God is really delivering. Yeah, he's delivering the church. He's delivering. He's, the whole world is being shaken up and people are realising or should be realising that everything can drop from around their ears mm-hmm. and that, and that um, they're in control of nothing. And, and uh, you know, and, you know they've, they've got to make a decision <clears throat> on um, where they think they're going to, you know, who, who are they going to 
go through Christ? Are they going to give their life to Jesus? Are they going to accept the gospel? And are they going to choose righteousness and truth over over the continued lies? And I think God's allowing all this in the world. And it is. It's just a shambles and it is a calamity. And it's it's almost laughable if it wasn't for people that were suffering, you know, through mental health and so on. It's a shambles. It's a calamity. But um, do you know what? God's in control. We can't take too much from that other than we got to stand in the gap and just keep sharing Jesus. But uh, mm-hmm. it's 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 a very it's a, it's a, it's an amazing time to be living now. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit elijahfire.com slash donate and become a partner today. Um, it doesn't always feel like that. It feels, oh, you know, what's that? What's around the corner? And I think that's the more our God wants us. He wants us to just be trusting him day by day. You know, give us our daily bread. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what our prayer is. You know, when Jesus was asked, how should we pray? You know, the, 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 obviously the Lord's prayer in that is give us our daily bread. So, mm. you know, um, it's daily. So, you know, um, God's fresh new mercies and, and his His guidance for us is to just be close to him and go where he tells us to go. Amen. But anyway, amen. So, yeah, this uh, with my nephew, as I shared to you, uh, with you, um, I think it's interesting to bring it because, I received some deliverance myself only a couple of weeks ago. And um, my nephew, you know, he's just 13 last week, struggling. He won't mind me mentioning this, struggling at school, not because he can't do the work. He's rebellious. He's got, uh, you know, there's some there's some sort of issues there. And look, I, I just, well, I won't go too much into his te- his testimony, but I'll just say that um, he, he needed he needed me, his uncle, to, to to sort of pull him aside. He come to stay with me for a week. It was just the two of us. But before that happened, I found myself getting a bit frustrated with him, in, in, and it was it was like it was coming up, coming from somewhere else. And I, you know, even his mum got a little bit upset with me when I had a meeting with him, and it was like I don't like this. This is what you know. I don't, you know, I, I don't like this. What what the way I felt and I was a bit I was a bit too um you know it was just wrong you know I was a bit uh short short fused with him and I, I came away from there and I, I just repented of that and I sat in a car on my own a couple of days later and it was then the Holy Spirit revealed to me that like he me and his father go back a long way and again I won't share too much about that but other than it's there's there's been um it's, it's been a rocky road between us and Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I the Holy Spirit was showing me that there was a spirit of contempt that was there. And I thought I'd forgiven this guy and you know, I got up I pray for him quite often, you know, when the Lord puts it on my heart. But there was a spirit of denial there that was it was kind of blocking that contempt and it was coming up when I was trying to speak to his son, it was coming up. And you know what? When I repented of that, I, I do self-deliverance when I feel led to. It's not something I do a lot, but I do do it. And and I sat in this vehicle and alone, and it, and um, I repented of it and forgave, obviously. And and I just commanded some stuff to leave. And I and and it was around contempt and denial. Mm. And I, I received a deliverance there. Wow. So just on the back of what was down now, what happened is straight away I knew then. That I had the peace all over me, and I just knew that I was now God had prepared me 
to now minister to my nephew the way he needs to be ministered to. And that was with true love. That was with mm. no, that is because look, love is a really powerful tool in, in ministry and in, in deliverance, it's a powerful deliverance tool. And, you know, but it's got to come from the heart. It can't just be, you know, you just, right, I'm going to be this way for you now and then won't see you again. You know, it's got it's got to be real. And, and that's what God wants, you know, to, to we want he wants us to be Christ like and and real. And and um, and that, again, comes through obedience and wanting more of him. Yeah, that's good. We, we've got to have a repentant heart. You've got to you've got to, as soon as you know something's not right. You've got to go, Lord, I don't, you know, I don't like this. Show me what this is and then be willing to get on your knees and say, sorry, please take this from me. And he will deliver you every time. Yeah, that's so good. That's what he wants. Yeah. And, and, and so I was then being able to then minister to my nephew the next week. We spent six days together. We went fishing. We've done some other stuff, and walks, and, mm-hmm. and it was wonderful. And he's, yeah. he's a lot better now. As I say, he's struggling a bit, but it's not because he can't do the schoolwork. He's just been a bit rebellious. and. He just mm. needs that father figure. And I'm not trying to stand in the gap of anyone at all. I'm not trying to replace any situation. But, you know, we all need it. Young boys, yep. young girls, we all need a, a, to be initiated by our, our fathers and to, and to, you know, and just that 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 love. And um, so look, God was showing me some stuff. He was working on my nephew, but he was also working on me. me. And that's what, see, that's why we must we must be, come with a spirit of humility and humble and never think we know it all because we don't, you know, and as soon yeah. as you start, as soon as you start thinking that you know it all, you, you're in a, you're in a, a place where you're going to start, the, the pride's going to kick in. The enemy's got a little bit of a, you know, sort of a, he's latched onto you and he's got you in a position where you're, you're, you know, a bit above your stations and that's dangerous. You know, you've got to come, you've got to be humble and mm-hmm. if you're close to Jesus. He will keep, he'll rebuke us when when we need it yep yeah and, and then, be responsive to that i think is is important because sometimes like i know from personal experience um i would say especially in my first couple of years of walking with the lord there were moments where i felt the conviction of the holy spirit mm. and my initial reaction was pride it was to no i don't need it's them that need, you know, they're the non-Christian. They're the one that needs, you know, and I think that's a dangerous, dangerous trap um, to fall into. Um, and it's so important to know that we're a work in process. I think because in my my um, naive youth um, and my zeal for the Lord, I thought, well, I gave my life to the Lord. I don't need any other. I, I don't, I'm, it's done. I don't need any other. Yeah. Uh, so it's them that's the problem. And man, yeah. I fell into, I ran into some issues as a mm. result of that, mm. you know? Yeah, but it's a learn, but now you're in a better place and you, you've got that, you got that, that understanding now and you've come mm. through it. And that's what, you know, he, know, he never leaves us nor forsakes us and he yeah. finishes the work he started. And that, yeah. and that's true. And the, the more it goes on, the more we realize that. And it, I had a pastor say to me quite a few months back, you know, it does get easier. And I wasn't even, he just must have, you know, must have had a, uh, a word or something, you know, Holy Spirit nudged him, but because yep. he just kind of said it to me and I was going through some stuff and, mm-hmm. and I would often ask him for prayer as we, as we do elders and pastors, you know, after a service, but um, I, I didn't this day, I was just talking to him and he just said, it does get easier and it does get easier 
because there's a difference. There's two. There's two ways I think that we get attacked, and that's through sin. That's that's unrepent, unrepented sin, and also you know maybe well whether it's our own sin or whether it's generational or whatever it is. You know unforgiveness issues, which is sin, mm-hmm. and then you've got you've got the attacks that will come at you because you're stepping out for Christ. Now, sometimes it's difficult to distinguish between the two. I think in the early days, it's it's a bit difficult. Mm-hmm. But as you get more delivered, you you get more uh, seated in in Christ. I'm going to just use these words, and and you 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 know your your um, re, you know your relationship gets stronger. Yeah, and there's a knowing there, mm-hmm. and um, and you start to understand the, the, the differences more and more because I get attacked all the time through ministry. And I know we've spoke about this offline. Yep. Any ministry that's really in the front line will get attacked because we're in a war. Mm-hmm. And the enemy, although he's a, a, a defeated foe, is relentless. He just wants to keep, you know, upsetting everything until until he's he's taken out and he's he's thrown into the to the lake of fire. So He's relentless and, you know, and but the Holy Spirit is more relentless and, you know, God's in control and that's it. You know, so um, thank thank the Lord for that. You know, he's a good God and he's in control. So um, whatever's going on with any any of your viewers or listeners, it will pass as long as you stay close to the Lord and you will be delivered and you will be healed in ways. Mm-hmm. That you don't even know you need healing. Yeah. Okay. But I just want to say, when it comes to the church, that the church, you know, the the body of Christ is so important. I think every church, you know, body should have should have a, an arm, a healing and deliverance arm. They should be trained. Um, and I say trained. Just you know, Jesus is the one that trains us. You just got to be willing to learn. But it's like every church should have a, a deliverance arm where people can sit and and receive prayer ministry because holy spirit just moves powerfully in that in that way and getting back to what you said jeff earlier i think that's what god's doing throughout the world you know he's he's bringing us into a deeper understanding he's taking us deeper into the spirit his spirit and giving us deeper revelation of, of, of jesus and i think you know to to kind of springboard off of that yeah. um yeah or piggyback off of that, however you want to say it, um, is that it's actually, it's such a good thing. It's, you know, us, obviously there's, you know, people getting delivered of, of old wounds and that's, that's amazing, you know, but it's also because God wants to train us up on how to walk others through this process too, because we're, we're going to keep seeing an influx of people coming into the body of Christ. Um, it could be nominal Christians who lived a very kind of lukewarm life that have chosen to be like, you know what, like Jesus is worthy. I'm going to devote my life to following him. So it could be those people. It could be people outside of the church that come into the church that need deliverance, much like what happened to you. Um, so it's not just because God wants you to be uncomfortable. It's. Mm. It's a means to an end. It's it's oh, God is training us up, even in the process of us getting deliverance, even in the process of us getting healed, 
healed. Yeah. He's training us up on how to walk others through this process. And that's, that's yeah. an amazing thing. And it's like, oh, that's yeah. a, it's an honor. And it's like, yeah, it's like, it's a process that's uncomfortable, you know, and oh, it requires yeah. some humility. It absolutely does. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it is, it is uncomfortable a, a lot of the time. Um, but when we're delivered, God really does. My experience is he, his love. He really shows us how much he loves us afterwards. Absolutely. There's a real peace yeah. that comes yeah. after deliverance. Absolutely. It's, it's like he's saying, you know, well, well done, child. You know, you've, you've listened to me and, and we've, we've got to the next point. And it's about yeah. taking us to the next point. Like any good parent, he loves us and he wants wants us to be healthy in every way. Mm. And but you know, this is a supernatural father that we've got. And we when we come to Christ, we're you know, we're we're born again, we're not of this world, and mm. and our, we, we belong to him. And so, you know, he's he's he, that means that he wants to cleanse us because we've become part of his priesthood, you know, here yeah. on earth. We're here to do his will, his work, and to be a shining light for him. And so, um, you know, the thing is, the church is full of um, or should be full of, um, you know, casualties. That's why you don't. So, you know, please, people don't think because I think a lot of people I used to have this notion that, oh, you know, Chris, Chris, these churches are full of nice people that have got it all together. But, you know, at the end of the day, if you come into Christ, that means that you're on a road being delivered from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. And that means you're on a roller coaster road mm. of deliverance and, you know, learning. And, you know, uh, and you need the love. You need the love of the pastors and the elders and the, the brothers and sisters to come alongside you. And that's how it should be. It should be unconditional love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but we're all a casualty, you know. But as we get better, like, like men on the battlefield you know i wasn't in the army but you know i'm just using this as an example sure you pick you pick your when he goes down he's shot you pick him up two of you or one of you or three of you pick him up move him get him out of the way get him you know um and and get him across the line and that's what we do we're supposed to be getting walking you know getting each other across the line Uh and that's why god says in his word you know if you say you love god but you don't love your brother you're a liar Uh because you haven't seen god i know some of us have got strong relationships with God, but basically what the Lord is saying there is, is, you know, and there's so much of that. And, you know, I've been guilty of it as well. You know, it's, we, we need more of God's love and, and to, to be willing to, to give people the time that they need. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, I just want to say this, bring this scripture as well. Proverbs 25, 28. Whoever has no rule, who whoever has no rule over his own spirit, is like a city broken down without walls. And of course, what does a wall do? You know, it just I just I come across that scripture today, and and um, you know, it just really spoke to me. You know, I mean, what are walls for? They generally to protect the people on the inside and to keep mm. unwanted foe out. You know, and of course, the old ancient cities and that. You know, I'm not a theologian or historian, but a lot of them had walls around the cities, didn't they? To keep, you know, to keep the the inside people protected and keep the unwanted foe out. So if your walls are broken down, then all sorts of undesirable foe are going to come into your city, yeah, and, and and into you. So I guess, you know, what I took from that, if from a deliverance point of view, you know, it's and that's what it is. You know, the church is full of 
you know, the world is full of people with their walls broken down and, and they've, mm-hmm. they've let all sorts of unwanted foe in mm-hmm. and uh, through their own sin, but also they might be receiving a lot of stick through, un, you know, un- generational iniquity that's mm-hmm. that's coming through to them as well. Yeah. But do you know what? If, if people are, if their eyes are being opened to this, it's actually a good thing because that means that God is doing something in your life. You know, when your eyes, when the eyes of the blind are being opened, that's a good thing. That means that person is being given sight. And you might have to go through some stuff to get your sight, but it's a good thing. That means God's grace, his hand is on you and he's, he's he, you know, he's, he's got a plan for you and there's a process that he's got for you to get you to a point where he's going to, you're going to, you know, you're going to come into a, a wonderful relationship. Mm-hmm. And that is worth more than all the gold on the planet. Absolutely. Yeah. So my question is, um, how do you know when to do self-deliverance versus when you need actual, like you need somebody else? Because I know there, there's a temptation. Our, yeah. our sin wants us to hide, right? So there's a temptation for some people to go, no, I got, I self-delivered. I'm fine. I don't need to, mm-hmm. I don't need to talk to anybody. Um, I think I would say just from that scenario, the very fact that you are trying and people know their hearts, you know, yeah. like people know, like if you're trying to, if it's, it's because you don't want to be vulnerable with people, uh, odds might be that you need to go get prayer from somebody. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You got to be very discerning of that. I, yeah. I, I, you know, I, the reason I mentioned that is because my, you know, my, my years have been very, it's been a roller coaster, very powerful, as I've mentioned, and yeah. and it's been a real heavy duty kind of de- deliverance process. And because I've spent a lot of time as well in a deliverance, you know, I've spent over six months. Yeah. Every, you know, so that's like three month blocks, but that's every yeah. day yeah. living, breathing, healing, deliverance of scriptures, mm-hmm. fellowship, sitting by a little river with each other. You go to lunch and then you come out and then you're doing more teaching. So look, I'm confident that I can do this. I wouldn't recommend it for people to do it unless they really feel confident that they they've got that strong relationship. They're baptized in the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and I should I would definitely not recommend it to anyone who's not got got that strong relationship because you know the um, the scripture when um, the sons of uh, the seven sons of Sceva, you know when. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So he, they was running around saying casting out, but they didn't. They didn't know Christ and trying to cast out demons. And they said, "We know Jesus and we know Paul, but who are you?" And they jumped all over them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, so, what yeah. so what I'm saying is, is um, you know, you've got to really know that you're, you know, that you're you're, you're baptized in Holy Spirit, and certainly don't do it like sort of blase because it's you know it's serious stuff we're talking mm-hmm. about and look, god god's grace is on you you know because there's not there's not a sparrow that drops without not god knowing about it yeah but um there's a common grace over this world otherwise if if satan had his way he'd wipe us all out in a second mm-hmm. you know you know god god's sun shines on the on on the sinners and as well as the you know the gentiles and the, the sinners and so on as well as the mm-hmm. Yeah, the righteous or and the unrighteous, you know. Yeah. So, um, but what I'm saying here is, yeah, don't 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 go into that if you don't fully 
understand it. Um, I would yeah. just seek, seek that. But for somebody that that's you know that that does understand it well, then it, it's it's fine. You know, you understand that you you take authority. You've got the Holy Spirit. You take authority in the name of Jesus Christ uh, and uh, of Nazareth. You know, Yeshua, and and that's it. You know, um, you, you can do it. But um, you know, a lot of my deliverance, the real heavy stuff, has has always been with other people praying for yeah, me. That's probably so, wise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I would say so. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, in in time, you might feel confident, but um, you know, I mean, I've had st heard stories that when I was in that ministry, as it goes, one of the uh, teachers, you know, said that they was doing self deliverance while they was driving and started to manifest, and had to pull over on the on the lay by because they was manifesting. And the other thing is, as well, is you don't really, you know, if you're doing deliverance for somebody else you can see you can often see the manifestation you can see something in the eyes you can often mm -hmm. see this you know as if it's a spirit of death you'll see his face go all crinkly oh wow you know, uh, oh yeah you'll see a lot of different things you can often get a smell like a sulfur smell okay yeah i've you heard know, that yeah. emits a smell a demon can do um so the, the and the thing is you don't can't see any of that yourself um so, um, you know, I, it's not, you know, I just think you need to be confident. I, I just, I'm, I'm just in that place through, through a lot of experience. Um, sure. and I'm nowhere near saying I'm, I know it all cause I don't, yeah. but, um, yeah, I would be very discerning and, um, I would say to anyone, certainly if they've never received deliverance, don't, don't attempt to do it on your own. It's not yeah. that we shouldn't be frightened. But it's just being wise. Yeah, you know? I agree. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that's uh, that's probably wise. Um, yeah. And then also too, I think one thing that you know we've had a lot of people on the show that have talked about deliverance, um, and one of the things that I think um, you can yeah. get deliverance. It doesn't have to be this like huge, like you right. manifest in a huge way. You know, where you're because uh, sometimes it's just it's in it's in subtle ways, right? Like it could be crying, it could be burping, oh, yeah. it could be yeah. a, a, a whole myriad of things. Um, yeah. And so, you know, if uh, I could see how the enemy could try and come in, then if you did get delivered of something and it wasn't like Johnny so-and-so over there who had like a full guttural, mm. like mm. screaming, all that mm. stuff. And yours was more subtle enemy could come to be like hi you know you're not delivered and and try and heap on yeah. anxiety onto you or whatever yeah. um yeah. to try and get you to open yourself back up i guess well yeah you're in, we're in a war as well and of course if you you know the enemy will come at us and try and you know regain regain ground you know so when we've received deliverance you know sometimes we there, there is you know that that's situation um but again, God's in control, and you know, it's just important for us to say, stay close to, to, to the Lord and yep. in prayer, yeah. in His Word, and so on. Um, but yeah, you know, we are in a war, so of course it's it's an ongoing thing. But you know that God's in, as I say, I keep repeating, God's in control, and we shouldn't be fearful. The enemy wants us to make; he wants us to think he's bigger than what he is. Okay, mm -hmm. and and. And that he uses fear, obviously, as as a big tool towards us. And 
and um, you know we need to break through that and that just comes with practice confidence you know and um, trust in, in in God you know in the Lord amen amen so Tony what is your what is your prayer for the church and the body of Christ today well I would say that uh, my prayer is Lord that that he would um, Lord that you would um, you know give give the church wisdom in in um, in in the way of deliverance uh, give them the courage give us the courage all over the globe um, every church body of Christ we're all one body but obviously the individual congregations and so on just to give us any denomination it doesn't matter it should be all Jesus and just to give give the church the courage the discernment and the truth of the gospel you know I mean Jesus was continually uh, casting out unclean spirits and in Mark 16 he's clear on it that um, you know we will go as I wrote a couple of notes here but, um, let me just quickly read it so mark 16 it's 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 well quoted but it's words of jesus you know and he said that and these signs will follow those who believe in my name they will cast out demons they will speak with new tongues they will take up serpents and if they drink anything deadly it will by no means hurt them they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover and Jesus said that we will do greater things than him because he goes to be with the Father. So the thing is, he left us with the Great Commission. And, you know, my my prayer, Lord, is that uh, you would open the eyes of your, your you know, your beloved and, and to give us the confidence, the, the courage, the, the discipline, and open our eyes to, 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 to the reality of, of um, what we're up against and to... Yeah, to to give us the uh, the ministry mm. to uh, to stand in the gap for the, for these for, for for each and every one of us, the whole world mm. needs deliverance. But obviously, only Lord, as we know, only uh, as we're coming to you, we can be fully delivered. So we we give this we give this prayer to you, Lord, mm. in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Well, Tony, man, thank you so much for coming back. Uh, yeah. This was great. Um, everybody just as a reminder, this is actually part two of, uh, mm. the, the interview with Tony. So there's a link in the description to that first video. You, if you missed that one, you definitely want to go check that one out too. Um, and then also obviously, uh, buy his book, which is, I mean, he chronicles all this stuff in there. Um, and the link is in the description as well. How, how can people follow you, Tony? Well, yeah, my uh, website has just gone live yesterday, so you can find me on uh, or the book. Uh, I've got links to the book, but Amazon, obviously, you can get get the book on Amazon. Uh, Christian book, you know, that's a good place platform because obviously it's putting some money back in into the kingdom. Mm -hmm. um, there are various other Christian platform, Christian book platforms that you can buy on. Basically, all the platforms you you know outlets for books you can buy. The book um bridge logos is is the publisher you can buy it i believe through them and uh, but if you want to go onto my website i'm always available and, and i've got some 
prayer warriors that will intercede for anyone that needs prayer. There's a prayer page there, a box that you can leave a prayer request, and we're always willing to pray for anyone that needs prayer and intercede. So that's insidewarministries.org. Yeah. It's pretty easy to remember, insidewarministries.org. That's, well, uh, yeah, that's it. That's and, yeah, of course, all the fa- like Facebook, Instagram, and and so on, and YouTube. And I'm going to be uploading. To gonna, I think the Lord's putting on my heart to do some monologues uh, and to put more videos out. Oh, awesome. Uh, so I'll be doing some of that, I think, in the very near future. Great. And I just want to bring this John 4, 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. And just remember, God's perfect love casts out fear Mm, and the enemy can't dwell where there's powerful love the enemy cannot dwell he runs a mile when there's genuine love yeah and that's that's that we all need more of that you know paul the apostle he said you can have all the gifts of the spirit but without love you're just a a a jangly making a noise like a jangly symbol you know you're Mm -hmm. just a crashing symbol Mm -hmm. you're just making a noise you know um you know, you, you you must have love. You you can have all the gifts, you know, praying, speaking tongues, all these gifts, but without love. And I'm I'm learning that more and more as well, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's power, there's power in love. That it really is a powerful deliverance tool as well. Love. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. The, while you were talking about that, I earlier I was reminded of a passage. It's in Colossians chapter three. It's verses twelve through fourteen. It says, therefore. As God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, yeah. kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear mm. with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these mm. virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. I, I mean, I love that passage. Mm. It's, yeah. it's awesome. It is, so, yeah. Um, and there's always, it's a great, um, it's a great kind of litmus test for yourself, like holding mm. it up like a mirror. How am I looking? Mm. What areas mm. Lord do I need to improve on? Um, and that's mm. something that we're always going to be in the process of. And I think that's something that you, the message you carry so well is that we're, we are in process. We're always going to yeah. be in that process of refinement always. So, Yeah. yeah. Amen. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's wonderful. And time's gone so quick. I mean, I know, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's we'd love to just keep keep going, you know. But yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm in no rush. But obviously, I looked yeah. at your clock earlier, and it was oh, lot up there. Yeah, just gone an hour. But um, you know, it's just you know, I just encourage your viewers, your listeners, to just um, you know, fear not. You know, if you go on my website, you'll look at um, if you go on the about page. You'll see there. I've wrote. It's getting on for about two and a half thousand words. So it's quite a long. Uh, it's under my story, but it's like a sort of a blog as well. But um, you know, I wrote that, and um, you know, it's, it's it's you'll get an idea of our our sort of the fear. The enemy will use the fear, but um, you know, and and but God will deliver you from that, and. Uh, there's no fear in his perfect love. So you mm-hmm. just got to keep pursuing the truth, pursuing him. And, uh, yeah, I just pray, Lord, now in, with these viewers, Lord, hallelujah, okay. you're, 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 these men, women, and children that you're drawing to you, I just pray your blessing. I pray you would hedge them in, Holy Spirit. 
And I'll just pray, Jesus, I decree your blood, the blood of the Lamb, Yeshua, your blood over them. And I bind down all the evil that was uh, any spirit of denial that's working in these in anyone's lives here that's pre preventing them from coming to your truth. I bind that until you, Jesus, you're ready to deal with that. And Lord, I just pray you would give them the courage, open their eyes as you open their eyes to the blind, that you would guide them. Lord, and give them the courage to, to just say yes to what you want to do. You're a good God mm -hmm. and you want to deliver us and give us all the, the joy of, of your eternal life and, and truth that you want to give to us through your Holy Spirit, that knowing, that assurance that we've got life forever with you, Jesus. And not only that, you want to deliver us and set us free and heal us in so many ways. And I just pray, Lord, that you would open the eyes of the blind bless them lord and i pray you would release your anointing in the name of yeshua amen 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 well tony thank you so much man yeah. this is great this is so great so um everybody go buy his book follow him on social media visit yeah. his website insidewarministries.org uh and then honestly too take these two videos part one and part two Share them with people who you know need to. Maybe it's people that you haven't had uh, a good relationship with, um, but you've been praying with them. Maybe they cut you off. You can send this to them, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and it's mm -hmm. just, I, I really believe that we're going to continue, Tony, to see the fruit mm -hmm. of, of these, um, these interviews. Um, yeah. We're going to continue to see that fruit in years to come, which is going to be great. So yeah. everybody also, if you were blessed um impacted delivered contact tony uh what's the best way for people to contact you yeah i mean uh the, the website's a good one i mean facebook instagram um i've got you know tony at inside war Ministries, so you can uh, email me directly on the website you can put a prayer request um you know i've got a twi twitter account as well which you know i wasn't very big on all this social media but i'm coming around to it now and i'm learning yeah. a lot the lord's yeah. giving me wisdom on it and that's yeah. great me in this situation i want to reach out to the world and i've got Amen. the you know, i've got it now i've got the setup so yep. basically yeah instagram twitter um uh, obviously youtube videos that you can find me mm -hmm. and uh yeah and and the website amen amen yeah. All right, Tony. God bless yeah. you, brother. God bless you. Um, yeah, yeah, thank you. Everybody, that's our show. Uh, be blessed, everybody, and we'll see you on Wednesday. Bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description for more info on how you can donate today.